Welcome to the Power of Lifting podcast. I'm Eric Cafferty, owner of the Mecca Gym. I am a strength and conditioning coach and a contest prep specialist. The focus of this podcast is to dive into the mindset and the drive of people who have done incredible things with their lives. Ah, feels good to be back in the saddle again, Hunter. Absolutely. We're on an episode <laughs> I don't know what, but the important thing is we have an amazing special guest today, one of Woo-hoo. our own, the talented <laughs> Carrie Price. Woo, yes. fitness instructor at the Mecca Gym. Welcome. Yes. Podcast. Thank you. What I'm so I excited wearing, to be here. By the way. Yes. So this is the Encore outfit. This is what you wore in our hip hop class that we did for all of the trainers that came. And this was the outfit that I gave you. Oh, that's right. And I wanted to see like an Encore. I wanted to see like that drop that you did, the booty drop. And I, I know, thought that we could like recreate it right, right here, right now. Right here, right now. <laughs> I don't think this camera pans out far enough. <laughs> Yeah. to see this <laughs> but job. he looks really dope i mean look at him it does look dope yeah i, mean, I uh, to be honest i'm picturing a homie like that just walked into the world series of poker dude, and sat down. this yes. could totally be to my poker millions. yeah yeah but what about I mean, your pants though tell me everyone about your pants they were rip off pants that rip you off did pants the real story behind these pants were i wore them to protect my knees oh <laughs> and to tear away right they did 50% of their job because the other 50% I slid into a video of Eric was taking and I just destroyed them. And I actually have two scars on my knees from that. Oh my They're legit I scars. scarred you for life. The class That's, scarred you for life. It's oh, a good way. It's so good. It's, I love it. That was, that was so awesome. That's such an awesome class because I think in my group fitness career, I have never seen like personal trainers and group fitness come together like that. And I think it was just a beautiful like uh, team building and to see those two worlds kind of come together and just watch you guys you, you guys honest. actually did you can, so you well can be honest. You can you've, be you've never seen just such god-given <laughs> talent yes. like i had on that <laughs> dance floor yeah i mean you guys Certainly burned some major were. calories were everyone was sweating were you surprised at all of our skills I was. I really like when you guys took off your shirts too. I was like, okay, this adds a little extra. It's Let's definitely. be fair. Not everyone took off their shirts. Let's be fair. But uh. it was it was amazing. I mean, I think you guys need to give yourself better credit because you guys are pretty good dancers. You know, even Marlon did awesome. Cody did was great. really feeling it. You know, I mean, in the Jade, zone. in the zone. Jade was in there. I mean, Amelia did great. Jared yeah. was there. To yeah. Jared, yeah. It was great. That was awesome. Yeah. So, Carrie, uh, you know, we kind of introduced you as the group fitness uh, lead here at the Mecca Gym. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us, uh, tell us about you. Let's uh, people want to get to know you. Awesome. Uh, so, I'm a mom to five. That's like first and foremost, like the most noble accomplishment. And I like love being a mom. And I've actually been in group fitness for, um, in June, I celebrated 15 years wow. uh, of teaching. So, so um, you were like 10 years old when you started teaching. <laughs> That's a great Okay, so let's just, right. let's just be real on this podcast. I am the oldest employee here, I think. I don't think so. Yes. Really? I'm in my late 30s. So I'm like, wow, I feel so old compared to everyone. But I do look like I'm, I do look like I'm 16. So it's fine. It is. (laughs) It works out. It's true. Yeah. So, um, and then I'm married to a chiropractor. So we've always been obviously into health and wellness. Um, I've always 
really been into fitness. Um, I was a cheerleader and a dancer. Surprise, surprise. Uh, <laughs> I'm a little that. surprised here. <laughs> <laughs> Growing up, um, I kind of felt like there was a little piece missing once I became a mom of like just movement and music. And I loved all those things. And so that's how I kind of stumbled upon group fitness is because I took a group fitness class and I was like, wow, this is kind of like dancing, being a cheerleader, but not, right. you know, um, and I really enjoyed the cardio and, um, yeah, I just, I, I love fitness in general and I love the community that it builds. And, you know, that's why I came and worked at the Mecca because I wanted to, um, I wanted to be more in a local gym and I wanted to build the community out more locally instead of being in a big box gym and being just a number, just being a checked box. Um, and so, yeah, I'm so happy to be a team Mecca now. There we go. So what, um, I, I kind of want to go into a little bit more detail about what kind of specifically led you here. I mean, um, as you mentioned, your husband's a chiropractor. He's been into bodybuilding. He's been into lifting. He's been a, you know, a member and friend of ours for, you know, several years now. But what is it that really drew you here compared to, you know, just staying at, uh, you know, say a more normal big box. Cause you had successful classes rolling. Yeah. Yeah. Places. And I was successful. I mean, I've actually worked at almost every single gym here. When I started, I worked at the Y I worked at Idaho athletic club, you know, I've worked at some of the smaller studios. Um, you know, I think, you know, Christian's always worked out here and I always came and worked out with him, but it was kind of like on the DL, you know? Yeah. And then when people would like ask me like, you're cheating on the gym that won't be named, you know? And I just love the feel and the community. And I think it's such a difference, like especially when you're part of a big box gym and there's, there's so many like checked boxes that need to be checked and it feels so overwhelming. And I honestly felt like I couldn't show up. Um, one of my favorite sayings is show up as your favorite self, not show up as your best self or higher self, because I feel like that, um, is so there's so much expectation behind that but then when you're able to show up as your favorite self um so much more magical things can happen you can be true to who you are and i felt like when i came to the mecca like i feel like i can actually be my favorite person i don't have to be my higher self or best self like i can just show up as me whereas a big box gym i felt like so almost shrunk like i had to be in this box and i didn't want to be in that box anymore and so I was big box feel like you need to be inside of a box. Yeah. Too many boxes. Yeah. Too, Too many, many boxes, boxes. For, her, for this personality. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not a put in the box personality. No. So, no, you're uh, yeah. And I, and I think to just, um, to be part of something that's local and locally owned, it's just the vibe, like the vibe is just different, you know? And so that's why I was willing. I'm like, you know what? Um, the, like I can build numbers elsewhere because mm -hmm. people come and go and really to really realize that people aren't, weren't attracted to me because of the class title that I held. They were attracted right. to me for me, right? you know, and attracted to my energy. Um, and so and there's a lot of it. Yes. Tell you. <laughs> it's a lot to be attracted to. It's a lot. <laughs> Just, it's a wide range of attractiveness. I, yes. I gotta say, um, you know, taking your class was, you know, a true honor, but, um, yeah, I'm not going to say that I was totally surprised at the uh, the skills and the energy. More so impressed. 
Yeah, it was, absolutely. It was impressive. I was like, dang. My first <laughs> This chick has got it. Thank you. I shot a little bit of content when you first got here. That was my first introduction in the class, and I couldn't not dance. Yes, That's I know. He's like, things. do you care if I do it? I'm like, yes, get up in here. So the homie <laughs> just went to the back and was thrown around his massive body, and, then, oh, and it was yes. a blast. So, yes. Yeah, well, I think the the thing is, is like when you're so passionate about something, like it just never feels like work and it just naturally is there. And so I think when people say, oh, you have all this energy of this, like I don't I feel like it's just a part of me and who I am. And I'm so passionate about like community and collaborative fitness that that passion just comes out when I teach and I can't not make it come out. And again, I can be as big as I want here. Whereas I felt at a big box gym, I had to kind of shut it off a little bit. You know, I couldn't be as big. I couldn't, you know, be a little bit sexy or, you know, Ah. want to throw ass around or, yeah. Hey, it's all good. We'll do that here. We build asses. We shake them. That's right. Right. That's yeah, a t-shirt. Absolutely. And there's like half naked people always in the group fitness room. So <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, yeah, that's just, it is kind of a side of being your favorite competing. self. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not only dance, um, that you've been doing. We've got, uh, yoga that you've been yes. instructing, which, um, I, I do definitely want to highlight just because, you know, a lot of our, uh, people that compete, you know, we want to send to those classes for, you know, essentially forcing them into the mobility work that they need to be doing and there's a lot of you know lumbar and thoracic spine mobility requirements for posing for both men and women and Mm -hmm. let's be honest when you're tired and fatigued and you know getting ready for competitions the last thing you want to do is force yourself to stretch so going to a class where you can feed off you know energy and have instruction on how to stretch and just essentially be you know yeah, being told it. what to do exactly. and being saying you can't get out of this posture because we have three minutes here. Exactly. You know. <laughs> yeah. No, super, super valuable. So, what else are we currently offering besides? So we currently offer yoga, and I do think yoga. I mean, um, I guess I'll just tell you a little bit of how I even got into yoga. Is like I was like a cardio junkie, right? Mm. And then obviously I married a bodybuilder. <laughs> So he's like, you got to lift some pounds, you got to lift some weights. And I started to notice lots of changes in my body where I'm like, oh, this is like the vanity kind of type of class. This is what gets you the look that you want. It's not necessarily cardio. I really realized too that cardio was like raising my cortisol too high. And it just, it wasn't, um, sorry, I just hit the mic. Um, It wasn't like a good to do it all the time. And then what I realized is that I needed to de-stress and I really needed to stretch. And so I tried yoga and I was like, wow, this brings fitness full circle because we have cardio and then we have strength, but then we have this active recovery and mobility. Mm -hmm. And I truly believe as a fitness instructor that you need all three. I know that we have our favorite, but really if we can cultivate it in our lives, all three, I feel like this is where like the magic happens inside of our body, where our body feels like it's rested and recovered, but we also feel the vitality of cardio, but then we also feel the power that comes from strength. And then if we are competing or if we do want to shape our body, that's what actually shapes our body, Mm -hmm. you know, but I truly believe that that's like all three. And that kind of came full circle for me. And I, it was kind of the missing piece. And then I was like, wow, I can also teach this. I really want to be an instructor in this. Um, mm-hmm. And it and it helped me up-level my instructing. Being a yoga instructor helped me be a better Tabata instructor. It helped me be a better 
dance instructor because I learned body part direction, mm -hmm. all of those things. Um, and so, so excited to bring, bring it to the Mecca. Um, you know, watching powerlifters like come to my class and, yeah. you know, hold a deep lunge for three minutes. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think <laughs> right. also something that's really cool about, you know, you specifically is that you get it, you understand where a lot of the athletes and a lot of the, you know, people uh, that compete are coming from when it comes to, you know, classes. Like you understand how the pieces all fit together. And a lot of instructors that, that do, you know, the more group oriented stuff, it's just, they're there because it's fun, which it's not that you're not there because it's yeah, fun. Yeah, right. But, you know, you understand the deeper purpose behind it. So you're able to instruct people better for, you know, whatever it is that they may be doing. And, you know, as well as, you know, just a general population, like you mentioned, what do we need to be doing to, you know, having optimal health? Because a lot of people come in here that just want to be healthy. Exactly. And like you mentioned, you know, yep, of course, you know, cardiovascular health, very important. Uh, strength training is definitely something that we've been a, a huge proponent of. Yeah. You know, getting people strong. Resistance training is certainly one of the best things that you can possibly Absolutely. do for your health. Um, and then, you know, like you mentioned, the stretching, the recovery work, that's very important with the yoga, but also with some of the group classes that you instruct. I mean, you touch on the cardio component of it. It's a way to do more enjoyable cardio. And so <laughs> yes. if people do get sick of just sitting on a recumbent bike or climbing the stairs, you know, there's certainly other ways to get your heart rate up. Absolutely. And having somebody that understands those body mechanics, you know, the last thing we want to do is be sending people to a group class where they're, you know, getting hurt, right? Exactly. And so there's a lot of group fitness uh, that, that happens that, you know, it's like they're, they're doing things that aren't necessarily biomechanically friendly, so to speak. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And that's why I decided when I came to the Mecca, which I want to thank you guys, by the way, because, you know, I had to be specifically like trained in a certain thing to work at a box gym, but I didn't necessarily love it. And I didn't, I was like, this movement doesn't make sense, but I had to teach it that way. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or like, this feels funnier. I want to instruct it a little bit different way, but I had to follow the cueing. Mm -hmm. And so I felt like, um, it made me, like I said, I know I'm small, I'm a small instructor, but it made me feel small that I couldn't kind of embrace who I truly wanted to be or what I actually wanted to do in the class. But here- Or really display what you know. Yeah, right. here I've been able to do that, you know, and bring in different elements too to yoga. Like I love bringing in some, a little bit of healing work, a little bit of like de-stress work because all of us have stuff going on in our lives, you know? bringing in some of the breath work because the body needs to feel balanced. It needs to feel in homeostasis. You know, it can't always just be like, you know, to the grind or it can't always, you know, I call it the, the flight or flight, you know, yeah. it has to be in rest and digest, you know, to feel yeah. like it's in homeostasis. And so that's why I love yoga because, you know, I was like in flight or flight for years just yeah. teaching cardio, you know, and then when I discovered strength training, I was like, Oh, this is badass. Like, look at this, look at this thing that I can curl up and mm -hmm. build a muscle. That's cool. And then with yoga, just feeling it come full circle. So I'm, I'm so excited to like, just 
be here for it. You know, it's been a growth process and evolving, but I just like, I'm smiling just talking about it because yeah. it makes me happy and yeah. so I love it. Speaking of smiling, what are the, what are some of your goals moving forward with the group fitness program here? So obviously growth and just bringing people in, not only bringing people in, obviously from the powerlifting and the competitor world to give these a shot, make these a part of their routine, mm -hmm. but also um, the average person that just comes in here. Normally, um, an average person isn't quite ready to work out on the floor. They have no idea what they're mm -hmm. doing. I feel like group fitness is a great medium mm -hmm. where someone can come in, they can start moving their body, they can start feeling free in their body. It up levels your mental health, your emotional health. And then maybe in a couple years, they feel more powerful so that they can show up, hire right. a trainer, get out on the floor. So I feel like it's a really happy medium. And I think that would be one of my goals is to bring in more of the community here and, you know, build like this tight knit community of um, just, I don't know, badass dope people. That yeah. People passionate about health and fitness, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think that would that would probably be one of my long-term goals. And, you know, obviously um, I want to continue to do like team building. Like I think it would be fun to do like a yoga class with like all the trainers or, you know what I mean? Um, I'm he's in. like, he's like, I'm in. I'm in. And so, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. So how has exercise enhanced your life specifically? Oh gosh, that's such a really, really good question. And you guys know I love to talk, right? So I could be here for hours, like sure, literally, literally talking. Like, so to try and unpack this for you, so, um, so many different ways. And I know that we always talk about the physical, but I'm gonna kind of go towards the mental and emotional. Yeah, absolutely. Because like, of course, physically, right? Like. I've had five kids. I feel like I'm in really good shape for having five kids. And I Absolutely. tater that to always moving my body, always making it a priority. Like mm -hmm. it's always been a priority. And um, I guess to be vulnerable with you guys, you know, about three years ago, I, it was like, I just lost everything in my life that I felt. I've, I lost my parents to addiction and then I lost my twin brother. And I was completely broken. I mean, I I felt like I was so numb that I could not do anything, but I could move my body. And I felt like that was a free thing. And then I realized, wow, this is so powerful. I felt like we first start off crawling and then we start walking. Like this is a free thing that God has yeah. given us to do. For sure. And so that is like, one of the main reasons why too that I was like this is why I'm a group fitness instructor like this is my biggest why now because I when you feel really stuck in life like you can actually like move your body yeah you know it's such a free thing like yeah. when I'm angry and have resentment like I'm like I can pick up a dumbbell and like take that shit against it yeah do you know what I'm saying absolutely when I like amen <laughs> Amen. I mean, it's a, spir it's a spiritual when, level. When I'm needing to feel de-stressed or that I just need to take a break from life or motherhood, I'm like, I'm going to tap into some breath work and active recovery because I feel so jittery and just overwhelmed right now, yeah. you know? 
or when we want to feel that fun, when we want to feel the cardio, when we want to feel a little sexy, a little like, yeah, yeah, then we can feel that. And I feel like for me, health and fitness, um, specifically moving my body, it's not only been like a physical thing, but like these past three years, it's been like a mental, emotional and spiritual thing for me. And I'm like, I don't take it for granted. You know, I see people that come to my class and I see their mobility or I see their strength. And I'm so grateful that I have um, made it a habit because when I hit my lowest point, that's what saved me is that I could actually still move my body. I could move through this grief, this trauma, whatever was happening in my life. Like Mm -hmm. I could still choose to move my body and just the act of moving, like we know 26 different bones in the feet, it's going to go to our brain and Mm -hmm. help us feel happy. Right? Like, so even though we're in the pit, like we can still feel powerful because we're moving our body and our body is created so amazingly that no matter if we move our body, like it's going to send signals to endorphins to make us happy. Right. Right. Even if we're going through something really hard. And so I think that that's what came full circle for me is like, this is really, really essential. And I wish more people would use fitness for like, I feel like it's the most underused medicine for mental and emotional health, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. And you know, everyone knew me as like, Oh, Carrie's the happy, you know, go lucky and all of that and I am and at the same time the reason why I feel like I was able to push through the way that I did or I should say even fail forward is I feel like that's what I've been kind of doing the past three years is because I chose to still at least three or four days a week I'm like it it's penciled in like I have an alarm that goes off on my phone and says time to move your body yeah you know yeah so that's that's extremely valuable information. And I, you know, I couldn't agree more. Um, and uh, we all have different outlets with that, right? Different, different types of fitness. And, you know, that's what we're here to promote. You know, a lot of people just see us as, you know, these meatheads that, you know, train competitors shoot. We talk a lot about competing on this podcast. We have, you know, athletes, bodybuilders, triathletes, powerlifters, all that kind of stuff on this podcast. But, you know, I think that's the one common thread between everybody on this podcast is that mental side of exercise, whatever, you know, method you choose. Right. Exactly. And I feel like it's just not talked about, you know, enough, or I know for even we do that, like, cause we have a social media world where we like we just want to hide behind like the physical, right? We're like, I'm good. Mm -hmm. I'm good. You know, but it's like, are you really good? Like there's some inner work that needs to be done or, and it's okay to like show up and like tell people. And the beautiful thing about fitness for me is like, we're the helpers. Like think about how powerful that is. People look for helpers and we are the helpers. So people are actually looking for us. And I feel like that is so powerful. Like when I tell people raise your right arm to the sky and they do it, I'm like, <laughs> they trust me. This is amazing. You know, and yeah. I don't take that lightly. For me, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> when I say twerk that booty and then everyone starts doing it, I'm like, 
I'm dying That's on what heaven. That's the power is. That's the power. Right there. So is this like a Saturday morning routine at the Price household? Is it like group fitness Saturday mornings? You're like, everybody up? Well, you're like posting videos of your, your, your kids right? dancing. Yeah. And stuff, I cool. mean, I do teach here on Saturday mornings, but we definitely have um, a dance party. And, um, you know, one of the things that I've kind of instilled in my kids too is that like we always have permission to move our body. So whatever we're going through for for having a bad day we can throw music we can move our bodies we can go for a walk we can go for a run we can be like screw this um and lift a dumbbell like our kids have you know those sponge little dumbbells oh, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they weigh They're nothing awesome. right but they can pretend like They're dad like cool yeah, right. yeah yeah so and and i think it's all of it's just so encompassing because i feel like with fitness too like we want to be emotionally and mentally grounded in ourselves mm -hmm. and this isn't just for the now right it's for right. it's for the longevity absolutely. of our life do you know what i'm saying absolutely it's not just for here like the workout that we do now is going to affect us years down the road yeah i think that people that are you know specifically the competitors of the world really tend to overlook that aspect of it you know we gear a lot of our programming even when it comes to competition prep like i definitely pride myself on taking a health first approach with all kinds of prep right yeah. keeping people safe when they're lifting weights power lifters you know things like that i mean you it can be damaging if you're not doing it correctly so keeping your you know long-term health and mechanics and all of your joints keeping those things in mind when we're looking at how we're doing programming and keeping you safe same thing with competition prep looking at you know those you know barriers that you shouldn't necessarily be crossing with you know nutrition and things like that and being able to get people to an elite level while still keeping that foundation of health and i think that it's really good for them to have that constant reminder like hey you're not just doing this for the competition and that's what's so great about you know what we do here is that not only is it great for various forms of competition but it should be used and thought of a lot more than it is as you know something that you do for long-term health as well exactly i feel like longevity vitality like that's the end goal right and i you know i've worked in group fitness long enough where i see the people that you know they they can't even sit in a crisscross applesauce without being in pain mm -hmm. and just really breathing hard you know um, and that's a test of health it's so simple yep. but that is a test of health if we can just sit yep. in that position right but that's why it's like what we do now affects our future right Absolutely. and i always tell my always tell my kids that always tell myself that like the food i eat now is going to be my body 10 years from now you know what I mean? The movement that I do now and that I cultivate in my body and the energy I have in my body is going to be that 10 years from now. For sure. You know? And I mean, I'm getting old now. I'm in my late 30s. Oh, <laughs> I'm geez. having a midlife Just in the prime. You're in the prime. <laughs> getting into the prime. Mo That's modern right. day stuff. You're in the prime. Yeah. No, you know, and what is interesting about that mobility and flexibility piece is we essentially start off, you know, as kids, as babies, right? Yeah. What baby do you know that has an issue touching their toes right right i mean they're playing with their toes touching their toes nonstop. right the hunters, jealousy is real hunter's got it yeah little one they're yeah. like little you know little rubbery ninjas Just, yeah. you know what i mean yeah <laughs> well and think about how they start off like putting their legs up and then yeah. rolling and then they start crawling like there is 
an innate sensibility in the body. Do you know what I'm saying? For sure. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that we have to try, like, that's why cat cows, that we mimic that curling and the curling of the spine mm -hmm. and the elongation of the neck because we did first learn to crawl. Yep. You know? And I yeah. see people struggle with that, you know? Yeah. Well, so you can, sense. you only can lose it as you get older mm. as right. you get older you lose some of the elastin in the cells and things like that there's definitely you know some physiological change that happens at the cellular level as you age Absolutely. and the way to combat that is movement right. so if you did the splits every day starting from when you were itty bitty as a kid you would continue to be able to do the splits long term it's just mm -hmm. like deadlifting right I tell people all the time when they're like, man, do I really need to, to do this? And you need to, dead, to deadlift specifically like a competition style deadlift. No, not necessarily you don't, but some form of that mimics that movement, right? Because if you're able to pick stuff off the floor, that's like a huge deal. That's how hips are broken when you're old, right? Yeah, exactly. So if you're able to, you know, say it's just 200 pounds, you just deadlift 200 pounds a day every day just like if you were to stretch every day you're not going to lose the ability to do that right yep. you may go through certain life events like an injury yes. or something like that i mean accidents happen where you know there'd be a momentary pause in that but if you continue doing these things that are going to be skills that will help you age and not become frail and weak then that's the key right right well and i think that that's what the mecca is kind of about too where it's like it's not just about how you look but it's also about how you feel like you talked about the health and we're we're looking for like longevity we're, we want to be your partner in health so like when someone comes to my group fitness class i want to be their partner in moving being able right. to move their body for life and i always say the workout is the warm-up for life for sure. right hmm. oh, like yeah. It it's enables our you to do all the stuff. Yeah, right? exactly. Right. Enjoy when we get, you know, I can't, I, I can't think about being a grandma, but I know one day it's going to happen. Yep. I'm going to have neon lights on my walker. Well, hopefully I won't need a walker, but. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you won't be having a walker. <laughs> the way that you move. Yeah, you'll be good. Yeah. I'll still be, um, hopefully I'll be a cool grandma, so. Um, yeah, definitely the cool grandma yeah that spoils the kids and then sends them home to mom and dad and says this is oh, yeah. payback i saw this meme the other day it was like what most people see as healthy and it was like an average looking person you know that looked healthy and then like what grandma thinks is healthy and it was like an obese person yeah <laughs> obviously not true yeah <laughs> but it's the whole like you feed them it's like you're obviously not eating enough and all yeah that kind of stuff. yeah the it's food, the love the food pusher it's grandma the love, yeah. are you a food pusher I'm not. So let's and talk I've about had food. so many kids too that like I remember my friend came over the other day. She's like, "Oh, like you're not going to feed your kids lunch." I'm like, "Oh, they're not hungry, so I'm good." Like yeah. I got five kids to feed. If they say they're not hungry, I'm not feeding them. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they'll let me know when they're hungry. Oh yeah. You know. So let's let's talk a little bit, a little bit about that. So, you know, obviously we're big uh big nutrition buffs in this building. So mm -hmm. what um what have you found uh, is a, a good routine for you and what keeps you feeling good? Like what style of diet do you follow? Have you been tracking macros at all? Like what's, what's your preferred method of madness when it comes to food? So I do track my macros. Uh, for nutrition, I tend to stay away from like refined grains, but I do love boba and I suck up the balls in my mouth 
and it's really amazing. <laughs> we didn't go that far. Uh, it's like it's, a food orgasm. <laughs> oh, the hat's coming off. It just got really warm in here. Yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> Um, oh my well, gosh. Food is yeah. good, right? Food and we have good. to. I I liked really what you said because I never thought about that. Like if I drink boba every single day, I probably like when I went to go have it with my kids and we like had it as this game, yeah. You know, to see how many you can get and have the chipmunks, it wouldn't be like as enjoyable because we would do yeah. all the time, you know. Yeah. So having that cinnamon roll once in a while, and I think, you know, learning how to carb cycle and then just staying with the animal kingdom like i said if i was stranded on a desert island and i could only eat one thing i would kill an animal and eat it and i would probably survive so what you're telling me is that we need to teach you how to hunt yes okay on the list yeah it sounds like we need to get a party going uh, okay to hunt because oh, it sounds hunting like there's, party. there's multiple people who well yeah. then we need spears and bows and arrows made yes. of wood and loincloths loin yes. <laughs> you know where i was going there too <laughs> Annoying thoughts. Have you ever watched? And then the we show? need to bring Boba and suck up the balls. Oh God, yes, that sounds great. That'd be our <laughs> yeah, fuel. That's the carbs. Yeah, that would be get our it going. fuel. So, have you ever watched the show Naked and Afraid? No. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's great. We they, were doing they, Naked they, and Afraid mechanism. Yeah, they they put them like on a desert island, and or is that the one, or is it just what's the one that they put them on the island and they're like naked and they have to survive? Is that the well, one? Well, I think there's naked and afraid. They just have different settings. Like I've seen a rainforest one. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, they get placed, it's like a, it's like a man and woman. They get placed there in the wilderness, yeah. have to survive and they're naked and they're naked. So they just blur it. Yeah. Wow. Well, we're born naked. It's birthday suits. So that would be so uncomfortable <laughs> on a, like an island or in the rainforest <laughs> or something like just in and the I think buff. the premise of the show too, it's not like you can make your clothes like, you, you know, no. strap a loincloth of leaves on, like you, yeah, you stay, no, you just, you just do it. Well, like, yeah, I mean, I, we have half naked people in here all the time in the Mecca. So no, they're full naked carry in the wilderness. <laughs> in bugs. the wilderness, there's <laughs> bugs. My issue would be chafing hundred percent. I don't care about the naked things and right. the bugs I can get over, but the chafing would be real. Yeah. You know what I well, mean? and I guess for women, it'd be our period too. So, I mean, that might be good for, you know, fertilizer. Well, totally natural. Well, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say it'd be good to attract the bears. You have plenty of bear <laughs> oh, meat. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. And she decided to carry two. Okay. Yep. <laughs> this, is great. this is great. This is why oh, I love podcasting man. because, like, Because literally you know, anything goes. Yeah, it can take a turn, and it's a funny turn. And, you know, it adds humanness. Everyone oh. needs a little bit of humanness in their life. Yeah. Humanness humor. Well, just know that I won't be naked in the forest anytime soon. Okay. Won't be naked and afraid. The no. producers are going to call But you know what I will say is, you know, I know um, one of my favorite things to do while we're on the topic of hunting is at the end of a day when you've been like on a long hike or, you know, sweating and basically exercising all day is jump in the freezing cold river or stream. That's magical. That's Similar so to taking an ice system. bath. Yeah. Right. But you just feel, you know, your joints hurt. You feel all just nasty and stinky and inflamed. Right. Just grab a bar of soap, <laughs> jump in the river, give her, give her a quick scrub. Get the initial shock. Get that shock. And yeah. it's like you come out like a new person. It's, it's amazing. It's, it's incredibly uh, reviving. It is. Yeah. The voice, we just went, took the kids to the Boise River and, uh, it is very, very, very cold this year. Like, I don't think I felt it this cold, but 
Christian was in there. He's like, I'm just icing my knee. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's just like, I'll just be here for a while. Yep. All this ice. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is like an ice bath. And it was like taking your breath away a little bit. You're like, okay, yep. one, two, three, just inch it down, yep. inch it down, you know. <laughs> so do you, guys, do you guys do ice baths at your house? Yeah. So, and Chick-fil-A ice. Oh, really? Is so, that like Sonic Did you guys ice? know this? You could go to Chick-fil-A. You can buy like for super cheap their ice so i go every two weeks to chick-fil-a and oh. i buy their ice just so i can have their like little they have balls yeah, yeah they their little ball, balls again oh i'm into balls again we learned something carrie likes the little balls the bubble balls oh that was so bad yeah <laughs> uh, the little yep the little bubble balls a little uh what are they called the the, what's ice. that kind of it's, ice it's well, called pe- pebble, pebble ice, ice. Pebble right? Ice. Yeah. yeah. So, but people were going to Sonic for the longest time getting Sonic ice because it's that same kind of ice. Yeah, right? but you can go to Chick Fil A. They give you like huge bags. I think it's like two dollars and forty cents or three forty oh, nice. or something like that. But we have them. Um, yeah, I go like every two weeks, and so I have my Chick Fil A ice. And oh. everyone's like, "Well, if I'm going to Chick Fil A, I'm I go for ice. You can go for your." you know, Chick-fil-A sandwich or whatever, (laughs) which I do love Chick-fil-A. On the topic of Chick-fil-A, everybody wouldn't shut up about Chick-fil-A. We got one here. It's literally like not even a half mile. Yeah. It's, it's like not even a quarter mile down the road from here. And, um, so I'm like, all right, well, eventually I got to go try it. So you've never tried it. No, I tried it finally. Okay. I hadn't had it before. I hadn't had it before it came here and I'm not going to lie. I was not super impressed with the chick-fil-a did you add chick-fil-a sauce though oh yeah okay you went well what did you i'm assuming well i had to sample a little bit of everything sure naturally oh wow (laughs) yeah so i got you know some nuggets some of the non-breaded nuggies yeah whatever the just the chicken and then i got a sandwich with the grilled and the sandwich with the fried and like I had to try a little bit of everything. Oh, so you and did I was really like, try. That's good. Yeah, I was like, ah, oh, man, I don't, I don't really know what all the rage is about. But the ice could be a game changer. Yeah, could be a game changer. I, if I'm gonna do fast food, we usually do Chick Fil A. We're like red status on the app. Oh, <laughs> I, my my kids love it. I I don't mind. I could, I could eat Chick Fil A sandwich, but the uh, yeah, my kids. Well, they, they have their order. So if you were gonna eat out. fast food, oh. what what's your go to? Like, if it has to be fast food. Um. Chipotle probably hmm. no I'd, fast fast food like uh, burger that doesn't count that, uh, there, I don't think Eric I, knows anything yeah fast I don't yeah I, so fun fact about me I was I don't know if I've talked about this before on the podcast but I um I was always super active and like athletic as a kid I would say but I went through a, like a weird period when I kind of stopped doing some of the activities I was doing as a young young kid and when I was like 10 11 12 I didn't do as much and I got like pretty what I would consider overweight like I was a chubby mm-hmm. little kid little little pudge ball and um when I was like in between it was the summer in between seventh and eighth grade I remember I basically was like I am so sick of being the fat kid I was so embarrassed all the time like totally like just felt uncomfortable you know yeah and from that point on I didn't eat fast food like I stopped eating fast food I stopped eating like you know cold cereal I basically switched to protein shakes I started lifting weights I got really into ice hockey I got really into lifting 
And this is like, I was like 13 going on 14. Okay. And so I just tell you that because from that moment on, I literally did not eat fast food. That's amazing. The fastest food that I ate was Subway. I would eat Subway. Mm. Okay. But um, I would not, I refused to go to McDonald's, Burger King, any of that kind of stuff. And we traveled a lot for ice hockey to different states and things like that. Lots of road trips and whatnot. And, you know, my teammates and everybody would always be stopping and getting burgers and fries and all that stuff. And I just wouldn't eat if that, if those were the only options. So I actually still to this day, the only thing that really counts as fast food that I've probably had is I've had in and out a couple of times. And I usually, if I do in and out, I do just the um, like burger patties. Yeah. And I don't really do the, the buns. I will do a bun, but I don't like, I don't put cheese on it. I don't put any of the sauce on it typically. Yeah. And I'll just eat the, the beef mostly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah the meat. Well, that's, that's the, the origin story of Eric. Yeah. I don't know if we've had that told on the podcast. Yet. Yeah. Anyway, that's, so no, yeah, that's still good. to this day, like no, like I don't do fast food. My, sure. like my kids have maybe been to McDonald's like a couple of times. Same. Um, but my kids don't even know what fast food is really like, yeah. we're like, you know, Chipotle we'll do the occasional blaze pizza. Like, no, like I literally, we have a McDonald's out in our parking lot at the far end. And just <laughs> yes. Like the other okay. Location. Just so you know, oh. I've gotten stuck oh, because yeah. the, oh, yeah. the line. line is so oh, long and yes. I, it, it it's infuriates crazy. Me, I'm like, honestly. why is this line so long? Like, I yeah, know. we do Chick-fil-A like every once in a while, but like, to do McDonald's and be, you know, that's why I'm always like, we have a lot of work to do because for people to think they only have that option for fast I'm gonna food. I'm going to get on my soapbox and tell people how much rage I have <laughs> when I drive by <laughs> and see too. this line of people at McDonald's. I've gotten stuck. I've been late for class oh. because I've had to wait for them to get into the, I'm like. <gasps> it's terrible. It's not even getting stuck there. Even I just drive by and see there's always cars always cars at mcdonald's we had one at our other location that was right next to the other gym before we moved and i would walk to the gas station to get like ice ice. yeah i'd walk to get bags of ice at the gas station and i'd see these lines of cars and i'm like what are you people doing why would you eat that and it's like he came back constantly i'd be in on the computer working he'd come walking in with the bag of ice Hunter, I got to tell you. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's such a pet peeve of mine because it's like, there's so many healthy options out there for people. There and are. You know what? If you love a fast food burger, that's fine. You know? Yeah. That could be. Five a, guys. Sure. Could be a once, once in yeah. a while treat yeah. for you. Just like a cinnamon roll. We talked yeah. about just this. like a but or like a boba tea you know? Yeah. But these people like they're going to McDonald's just constantly and like eating a, you know a high percentage of their diet in fast food it's like why don't you people actually cook at home some healthy things eat some vegetables not just you know fries those aren't vegetables they are but they're not and like well, try don't you think healthy. it's a mindset thing because like i think it's a habitual mindset yeah thing and, and it's like yeah, for sure people i think if people really realize that it's like an actual act of like self-harm you know what i mean right to like un- not move your body, eat all these bad foods. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I think like underneath it's a little bit of 
you know, self-sabotage or a little mindset of like, oh, it's just there or mindlessly just not caring because they may, maybe don't care about themselves. Yeah. You it know just, what I mean? I think it bothers me because there's so much information out there about how <laughs> negative a thing fast food can be and people yeah. still do it all the time. And I guess the same could be said for like doing drugs. People still do that. Yeah. People still smoke. Like Yeah. Right. And that's what I was saying. Yeah. It's a, it's like more of an emotional thing of like, right. I, I, you know, don't care about myself. So I might as well just like, you right. know, mindlessly eat yeah. whatever. And I think yeah. what people don't understand too is like fitness and nutrition. It's actually an act of self love. Oh, for so sure. if you don't love yourself, then it's going to be hard to step into a health journey. But could you, that's why like you have to establish that self-love first yeah. because it's, you're just going to like your guard is up. So it's just going to fight back against your subconscious so much because you don't have that self-love for you first to step into the health journey. Yeah, absolutely. Very good well, point. I want to get into some fun questions here. Okay. Not that this hasn't been fun. Of course it's yes, been fun. Yes, it's been fun. I want to I wanna get... Uh, uh, on the uh, on the personal side with some fun things so uh, if you could have dinner with three people dead or alive who would they be and why <sighs> wow these are um, stuff we didn't prep you for I know okay. you didn't prep me off, for this I'm like looking cup. at my questions I'm like hey then. um so I know this is going to sound really weird but definitely Joan of Arc would yeah. be one of them there you go I uh, she was such um like a flying force of rebellion mm. against corruption. Mm -hmm. And so, and then just to be a woman, to be burned basically for that rebellion, yeah. I would love to just sit and be like, tell me your secrets. Tell me your secrets. <laughs> tell me your mind. Yeah. Um, and I love America a lot. And so I would definitely say I would love to sit down with, like George Washington but mm. obviously ask him I would want to ask him like his person like more personal questions like tell me about these emotions you went through of deciding these things right. and what led you to this yeah. like you know it's definitely him because I definitely I have a really deep love for our country in America um and then I don't know. I'm gonna just be funny with this one, but probably Tupac. You know, oh, there you go. I want to know who killed him. That's a good one. That's a good and one. like, I love to. If anyone come to my, uh, especially my dance class, know that I love Tupac a lot, and just, you know, I don't know, but he might be coming back because it's 2022. The Illuminati is real, and hey, you never know. You never know. <laughs> he you might really show up to my dance you class. Really never know. Who knows? He's so great answers. Okay, top three books. Are you a reader? Um, I'm more of a podcast listener. Oh. Um, hence, we're doing a podcast. Um, so I would say The Biggest Leap okay. is one of them that I've read. Um, not recently, but in the past. Um, and interesting enough, I am actually writing a book. So oh. my book, when it comes out soon. Plug, plug it. A great plug. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, I would say I'm more of a podcast person now because so I give just us, give us a couple of podcasts that you listen to. So regularly. the art, the art of being well, oh, okay, um, is one of my favorite ones. And then the Huberman Report, yeah, Huberman Report, yeah, yeah. Um, Huberman. And then um, trauma healing and recovery. 
oh. is another one that I like too. Okay. So awesome. Yeah. Okay. Podcasts. It is. We need to add that to the list. Yeah. Well, I wish I used to be That's a reader, a one, but yeah. then I just started having more kids, and then it's like right. sit down, and then it's like in the face or jumped on or like yeah the more people we talk to like a lot of people <laughs> listen to books anymore yeah it's just it's just the the day and age I mean I'm always popping in like a podcast or you know wanting to listen to something that's like inspirational mm -hmm. or get my mind set in a different state so yeah okay top two movies give me your favorites uh from like now or like in the past all time hit us okay all-time favorite movie is Drop Dead Fred. Oh, I don't know if I, I've ever no. seen that. Really? I don't know if really? I've ever heard that. It's like an 80s movie. Okay. Drop Dead Fred. Yeah, look it up right now. I'm like, looking it up. 11% from the, uh, from the, uh, the rate, the really? judges. Yeah, 11% Rotten Tomatoes. I love it. It's about a girl that has like an imaginary friend and they do like all of this fun stuff together. They get in trouble together. And that imaginary friend, I'm not going to lie, is freaking me out. <laughs> oh, my word. This was, like, my favorite movie growing up. It's probably got a lot of sentimentality, like, sentimental value to you. Does it? Yeah. Sentimental value? Yeah. It's just, it was this funny, and the character, like, he says the funniest things. Oh He's God. like, hello, snot face. I don't know. It's just funny. Well, like, I'm glad I'm hurting. I'm hearing right, about something well, new. Well, it. remember, you guys are a lot younger than me, so. Not by a lot. Yes, you're only 31, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm like quite a bit older than you. Like, mm -hmm. sure, <laughs> keep telling yourself that. <laughs> um, okay, so um, since the new Top Gun came out, I would have to say like the old Top Gun, um, and that movie's really sentimental to me because I just call my twin brother Goose, oh. and Goose dies like in the movie, and so I'm always like, I don't know, it's like miss you, I really miss my goose, I guess you could say. Oh. So. Yeah, Have you seen the new one? I haven't yet, but I'm, yeah. I'll I probably just like sit there and cry. Well, I think it'll strike a good chord for you. Yeah. In a good way. I yeah, good. yeah, it's, it, it's good, so. We'll um, just talk to Blake about that, right? It's my new favorite movie. Is it your new favorite movie? Yeah, yeah well, and I'm, you know, I have kids, so like we're into like all of like the Disney movies. Mm -hmm. um, I would say El Canto is like one we've watched a lot, and I think mm -hmm. it has a really good message of like everyone has gifts. We just have to like hone into those gifts and what they are and manifest them through the yeah. world. And the music slaps. Yes. Does it? <laughs> yes. We don't talk about Bruno. Oh, yeah. That's and that's our dog's name, Bruno. Okay. And we named him before the movie okay oh, we did awesome. everyone thinks we named him were you a frozen household we were i oh, mean man. i have a i kind of miss frozen, frozen. <laughs> i'm not gonna lie frozen's solid it is solid yeah, yeah. number two was really good too it i was. thought yeah surprisingly usually sequels are lack the luster but i thought it was brilliant yeah luster. i thought it was really the good the second frozen is a good sequel shrek 2 is a good sequel oh yeah and then this next top gun's a really good sequel yeah i well, I'll report how I like it, but yeah, I haven't haven't went and watched it yet. But I definitely you? say I like all the old movies. Are you, you know? much for comedies? Yes. So favorite comedy? Um, Billy Madison. Oh my gosh! Yes. Hey, well done. <laughs> Nudie magazine day. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Well, yeah, and my husband thinks it's appropriate to let our 
children watch these and i'm like i don't think they're old enough yet and then dude happy gilmore classic i mean any at old of the old adam sandlers you got to yeah well the thing is is i feel like maybe it just went over my head when i was younger but oh, like now when sure. i watch them back i'm like oh wow oh yeah wow yeah right. okay there's a lot of i didn't really get that yeah. when i was like watching yeah. this yeah there's a lot of things that you miss you rewatch stuff yeah. as an adult and you're like oh man i never even knew that was in here and that is filthy speaking of shrek the shrek one had plenty oh, i mean i went back and watched it it's interesting. yes absolutely absolutely was, absolutely oh, it did we love yeah. the shrek too so yeah. the shrek the, the shrek's shrek. a good one yep. what about romantic comedies are you into romantic comedies the, um, the rom-com genre. My client Mandy that we had on the podcast. Does Titanic count? <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say that's a comedy. Honestly, I don't watch a lot of TV or movies. Like, I wish I had time for it. But unless my husband, my husband's kind of like the chill, like movie kind of like cuddle kind of guy. And I'm like hey let's go out and do some let's yeah. do this let's head here head here and right, like he house. wants to like relax sometimes and i'm kind of like let's go 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 yeah. so i need to be more like okay. chill wanting to like well we'll have to ask you this again okay this is going to be a great question for you okay gym music current favorites what's your favorite genre give us some songs give feed the playlist um absolutely i uh, the 90s and 2000s hip-hop I'm in. hands down like biggie tupac um i was actually just listening to ride with me on the way here oh, yeah. um you know jaw rule oh, like yes. any of those you know any any of that genre of music like hands down i my guilty pleasure is very dirty 90s and hip-hop rap music with all the swear words uh, not edited it's a vibe so, as you would it, say. it, it yeah. is a vibe but I love all sorts of music gym music though it has to have like a really good downbeat for me to feel super motivated like I wouldn't I like country music but I wouldn't be like listening to it in the gym I hear you, you know and I also I mean believe it or not I like listen to worship music sometimes on Sundays but I, it's like I would literally fall asleep I couldn't listen to it it has to be like you know, one where I'm like feeling really dope and good. And I'm like, all right, I got this workout, you know, kind of thing. I like it. I dig it. I get down <laughs> with that. So um, since you are a woman of many training styles, what is your favorite? What's your favorite way to exercise? I mean, I would have to probably say dance, of course, like car any type of cardio. And at the same time, I really know that we need to have all three. We have to have cardio, we have to have strength, and we have to have, or I should say this, we have to have strength first. It's like the number one. Yeah. And then we have to have active, active mobility and recovery, and then we add some cardio. So I feel like cardio, I learned to be more supplemental to what I do in strength and active recovery and mobility. So it's kind of like we take supplements, we want, we want to get our nutrients from food, but we supplement, right? Mm -hmm. So I feel like cardio is more of like a supplemental, a fun thing that I do. And if I do cardio, it has to be fun. Like mm -hmm. I'll never see me on a treadmill. Like, I mean, I don't really like aerobics or step. Like it has to be something like super fun for me to like want to do. You're not going to see me out like running. You know what I mean? 
I, I, I do. I do know exactly <laughs> yes. what you mean. I force myself to do it sometimes. Yeah. And so yeah. Did you do it you the other day, so? I did, yeah. yeah. You won't see that often. I'll tell you that. Yeah, so I really think it all... I, I love all three of them for so many different reasons. You know, I feel super powerful and like a badass. Like when I'm lifting weights, it helps me so much with like different emotions I'm working through or like I need to rest. I feel overwhelmed a lot as a mom of five. I, you know, there's so much stuff in the world and noise and you know what I'm saying? I right. need that active recovery. And then I need to have fun and I need to like shake my ass and yeah. I need to like drop Absolutely. it. You know what I mean? All right, Hunter, we got to ask her the question. I know. I don't know how to answer it either. So yeah. we'll see what she says. Who, who would play your character in a biography? Who? Yeah. If we're filming a biography of you, what actor would be cast as Carrie? Oh, absolutely J-Lo. <laughs> yes. Absolutely J-Lo. That's, I mean, that's it. They call absolutely. me K-Lo. You know that, right? Oh, that's my nickname yeah. is K-Lo uh, because I, I that, have I have the backside. There we go. Right? of j-lo and i was just born with that by the way like it was like a maybelline thing for me at it's least that's thing. what my <laughs> my parents thing. told me but yeah definitely j-lo okay definitely that's, that's what we're going the confidence with. is great i so can't you, top this that has happened. i can't top that no mm -mm. well what about you who would play you we've talked uh, about we've talked about this several oh. times i don't know what did we ever land on i think we landed on russell crowe just be just because oh of i mean definitely cool with that one yeah for sure but um yeah i'm down for j-lo for you yes that's, that's the one that's the one okay. i think i would play this imaginary th this is my guy whoever plays this imaginary friend in this oh my gosh <laughs> this movie of yours that's my <laughs> drop guy. dead fred oh, yes right. i have to even figure that out it's such an old movie it really is and um i'm sure it has i also i do really like jim carrey too like we're like huge Jim Carrey fans at home. Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. Oh man, Bruce Almighty was decent. As yes, well. and yeah, just it. Well, we were. You guys know for Halloween last year we were, or two years ago we were Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Oh yeah. And my my son dressed up, you know, in that tutu like oh, he was in the gosh. crazy house. And, yeah, we go all out for uh, Halloween, so nice. you guys better be prepared. Gotta, gotta respect that. Yes, yeah. we're gonna have like a really dope Halloween group fitness gotta party. Respect that gotta respect that yeah okay uh top two role models or influences in your life <sighs> top two role models um uh, i absolutely would probably say my nan my grandma because she raised us and then raised her own kids um just her story is really awesome like coming from like you know war and being an immigrant into the united states um so she's definitely like a role model to me um, just been through a lot and I'm like if she can do it I can do it mm -hmm. you know um, well it was kind of the same thing I was gonna say obviously Joan of Arc too because mm -hmm. you know she was the ultimate rebellion woman and I feel like I'm the ultimate rebellion woman of 2020 <laughs> I, I, I bring this up in the most loving way but wasn't she small too yes yeah she was small but so mighty and they small very and connected. she like slaughtered the army and they literally were they were just like i can't believe how strong you are you're so tiny and she just like showed everyone what was up basically gotta love there that. we go so, show them what's up um let's see so another role model that's hmm, i would say um there's um probably two influencers um like being a spiritual more entrepreneur um 
her name's Kira Polson and then a girl named Charity Majors and they've been like really good influence in my life of helping me in entrepreneurship but also helping me like I guess with life gains life goals and stuff too yeah, very cool so and I would say Russell Brunson I know he's been yeah, on your yeah. podcast like yeah Russell's a G yeah <laughs> like Russell's entrepreneur goals you know oh totally yeah now Russell's a G he's a, he's a top shelf gentleman he is sure. he's definitely on the top shelf yeah for sure. top that yeah name that movie uh top that you have to tell us on that one yeah the the witch movie um witches no oh my <laughs> gosh oh my gosh it's it, it, one no 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 it just um ugh, now i feel really stupid now because it just left my mind but it's where she turns into a witch um oh my gosh i'm gonna look it up top that song top top that you know remember she raps it and it's like top that song. Which movie? Teen Witch. Oh. oh okay. Yeah. I All don't right. think that was on my radar. Yeah, no, you're too young. Not. You okay? You guys are. I forget that you guys are young. Remember, I'm is, older. Is Teen Witch old? An older one? Yeah, it was in 1989. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. So Fair you guys, enough. you probably like weren't even born yet, okay. right? Well, we have homework to do. I, almost. Real close. <laughs> Real close. Yeah, Real I close. was born in the mid 80s. Remember, so. Yeah. Well, it's a vibe. It's a vibe. Yes, it, this is a vibe, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh, it's been an honor and a pleasure having you on. Do you have any closing remarks for us? Um, so I think one of the questions he asked was like, what is like your favorite quote or whatever? Um, and w two of my favorite quotes that I like to share with people are, um, transitions in life are inevitable, but transforming is up to us and that your healing and your health is always worth pursuing no matter what you've gone through what you've been through but your healing is always worth pursuing great quotes i love it well thank you for joining us it's been a pleasure to yeah this on. has been super fun anytime Kalo, you're the best Kalo. Kalo. yep i want you to call me that from now on <laughs> okay, deal so everybody come check out our group fitness program at the mecca yes. it's awesome it's free to members yes yep. and deal. we do have pass options yes. for people to drop in yep right? so there's it's a ten dollar drop in um for classes and then you can also get a 10 class pass for 60 um, and just come check out the gym we offer like an array of classes uh, for now and hopefully like in the future like totally be like doping this program out and growing it and yes. super 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 excited about it now hopefully it's gonna happen yes and absolutely 100 yeah props. i bring dress up <laughs> and you know eric might show up to our class one time with tupac who knows? oh you never know <laughs> <It's Tupac. laughs> you never know <laughs> Anything could happen. All right. right, guys. Well, it's been a pleasure. Catch you next week. Thank you for joining us on the Power of Lifting podcast. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share. For more content like this, follow Eric Cafferty and the Mecca Gym on all social media platforms.